After two decades of conversations, there's always a story to share. 20 years of Cape Talk. Join the conversation. Cape Talk celebrating 20 years, as I said, the big stories that we've brought you, the tears we brought you, the frustration, all of that, the laughter, more importantly as well. Uh, but this morning, I think we're going to celebrate on the tears because there were tears. On December the 5th, 2013, Nelson Mandela died at the age of 95. This is after suffering from a prolonged respiratory infection. Uh, presenter African Milani joins you now to talk about that. And I can just say the run up to that. Um, I'd been working with NBC New York and the people like Tom Broke or Lester Holt who now does um, nightly news. And these news organizations were spending lots of money. They bought an apartment across the, the road from the union buildings in anticipation of him passing. I think they spent about two million rand cash on that apartment. They had a whole lot of equipment, etc. And everybody was waiting for the day. And then that day arrived. And I don't think anybody was prepared for it, even though we knew it was going to come. So Africa, from your perspective... Good morning, Kim. Good morning. Um, just, just to give a bit of context, actually, yeah. uh, uh, the former president, Nelson Mandela, was not a sickly person. He did uh, get TB while he was in prison on Robben Island in the 80s, and it was the lung-related elements, obviously, that uh, marked the uh, passing of, um, of him. He retired about, oh, a good seven years from yeah. active politics, and that's when everybody thought, oh, wait a minute, is this man getting ill? He wasn't ill at the time. Well, his he, eyes, he had problems with his eyes because of working in the lime, uh, lime fields but also the air that they breathed in Correct. Um, that caused the respiratory problems which he's had but it's never he's never been ill ill in the way that Not we've seen all. him yeah it was in december of 2012 actually when he spent three weeks in hospital that i think everybody started uh, getting worried uh, he was in hospital again between march and april of 2013 but it was the three months he spent between june of 2013 and september 2013 that really got us all worried and seriously started preparing uh, for what was then the date of the 5th of December. We get exposed to terms like critical but stable. And I remember being very frustrated in South Africa because uh, American news sources were telling us what was happening with our president. Um, there was a very important meeting between um, Khalema Montlante, deputy president at the time, and the media Sanef, uh, saying we need to come to an understanding here. Granted, you are going to have to take the lead as the presidency and the government, but you need to give us information so that we don't have to speculate and rely on sources from overseas. Temba Maseko was head of government communications at the time, Correct. and he was absolutely superb up until it became crunch time. Because what would happen, Africa? Um, so I'm just talking about me having worked for in the international media. We yeah. get communications from within the presidency, from within various departments and even parts of the military saying to us, this is what's happening. Yeah. And these people would then, would then tell the likes of MSNBC and then they'd run it. And then all of a sudden, international news. Um, and we in South Africa yeah. would have to follow up. And we, I remember a couple of times yeah. saying um, news agency overseas reporting this with the health of uh, Nelson Mandela, which was mm. very, very unfortunate. Yeah. But I remember the 5th of December very clearly. Uh, Maxwell, the superstar R&B artist, was performing at a Grand Arena Grand West that evening and I'd gone. And just before I went into the venue, I received an SMS from our eternal structures saying, be on standby, uh, we might be hearing some news. Um, at about 11.30, 
lucky I was getting ready to get into bed because I'd had a wonderful night and I thought, okay, cool. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen tomorrow. And then the call came that the president uh, has called a press conference. The former president had died at about half past eight that evening. And I'm not sure where President Jacob Zuma was, but obviously they needed to get him to the union buildings. They needed a press conference to be called before any media house was going to be calling that um, um or well, calling it the fact that Jack, that Nelson Mandela had passed away. And I came into the building um, and there was just a, a core group of people who had obviously been called in. We had a plan, as did any media house. And what I saw, Kino, were tears. People were crying mm. as if their own father had passed away. And that was the impact that this man had on the world. Um, we ran an obituary that ran for about 15 minutes and then at midnight I went on air and I was lucky enough, privileged enough really, to be the very first uh, presenter on Cape Talk to speak to Cape Talk listeners about mm. the passing of this man. I had calls from the UK. Uh, Rick Nickling, in fact, was in the UK at the time and had uh, gone to Trafalgar Square because South Africans were gathering there. I had calls from New York City. Nadia Neofitu was telling me what South Africans were doing mm. to just mark this moment. And I had calls from... I mean, I remember a call from a nurse who lives uh, on a, you know, in Rondebosch, which is not too far from the presidential compound, and retelling how she was lucky enough to meet the president and walk through those gardens and really just be impacted uh, the most by, by, mm. by him. But it was, the, it was the call we made to uh, the late Ahmed Kathrada that I think touched me because up until that point, I was strong. I was, I was a professional uh, broadcaster with a role and responsibility. And Kathrada said the following words, I am so lost. All of my friends are gone. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I will do. And to have a man so old, uh, so frail, saying that with a quiver in his voice, it, mm -hmm. it broke us all down. Yeah. Uh, there was absolutely no yeah. doubt. Um, what followed, obviously, were 10 days of remembering, of celebrating his life. Uh, you'll remember that Mayor Patricia DeLille calling an interfaith service at um, a Grand Parade. Uh, key, obviously, because that's where the former president delivered his very first speech when he was released from Victor Fester or Drakenstein Prison, as it is known now. Uh, on the 10th of December was the official memorial service at FNB Stadium, which we'll always remember for Jacob Zuma being booed by South Africans. Uh, and Tamsanka Yankee. Tamsanka Yankee, the sign language interpreter <laughs> who should never have been allowed on that stage. That selfie. Remember that selfie with President Barack Obama, President Cameron, as well as Denmark's Hal Thorning Schmidt. Everybody was doing all sorts of things <laughs> and memes about that. Oh, gosh. Um, and what we may not know is it was also the very first time that President Barack Obama an American sitting president was greeting an, uh, a Cuban sitting president, Raul Castro. He was on stage that day. And that could have been the start of what we now see as a much improved relations between the USA yeah. as well as, um, uh, as, well as uh, Cuba. Um, it was... It was, a, it was a difficult time for South Africans because there was a sense of loss, clearly. There was a sense of, here's a man who was giving us a moral guidance and we don't know what to do anymore. What's going to happen to this country? Is it going to implode in any way whatsoever? But it was also a time of great celebration because he had contributed so much to this country. Uh, he spent the bulk of his 95 years giving to this country, which is why we celebrate Mandela Day nowadays, just to, to remind all 
all of humanity that uh, we all have a difference to make in other people's lives. Absolutely. Africa, thank you very much for that. And if you can talk about your memories of Nelson Mandela, how he touched you, have you met him, um, then you can call in. I remember being at the funeral and walking past this open, this enclosed in glass. And I'd been part of this procession walking in front of, uh, behind some military people, some police people, and I remember catching Mandela, Mandela's eye and he nodded because we'd obviously got to know him. Yeah. And there was that, that, that realization, no matter what went on between yourself and Mandela, what people thought of Mandela, Mandela at the time, this was someone very close to him, very close to us that had passed. And I walked past the coffin on my left and I saw this perfect, perfect body of Nelson Mandela dressed in one of his... Uh, flamboyant shirts. My Diba shirts. He's my Diba shirts. And his eyes closed. Puffy cheeks. But it looked as if he was just having a nap. It is a snapshot of my memory that I will never, ever forget. Fortunate enough to see that man lying there and just looking and was that not a beautiful moment? Because very. he had been ill for a very, very long yeah. time. I mean, I remember uh, the frustration that South Africans shared when he was hauled out of really a sick bed mm. to come to F&B for the opening ceremony of uh, the FIFA 2010 World Cup. And uh, Grasa Marshall had to uh, help um, help her help him wave to the crowd. Yeah. People, South Africans were, were going, come on. Just let this man be. Let him rest. And all and those see idiots him rested like that was amazing. These idiots from the ANC went to, to take selfies with him. Remember that story? Yeah, they all I had do. a photograph taken of him. They all okay. went to visit him and pretended that. Ugh, it was, you know, the death of Nelson Mandela was without a doubt the biggest story yep. of 2013. But other things that happened in 2013, Prince George was born that year. Mm-hmm. Um, the bombing uh, at the end of the Boston Marathon <laughs> happened uh, that year. Uh, President Barack Obama started his second term that year. Mm-hmm. And Pope Benedict Sixteenth abdicated. And um, yeah, that's right. all that right. happened in 2013. Thank heavens. We've got a much better Pope to